1: Welcome to episode number 339 of On the Corner of the Official PitcherList.com podcast. I'm your host, Alex Fast, joined, as always, by the olfactory List, Nick Pollock. Nick Bubba, how you doing? What is happening?
2: Yeah, hi. Um, I got COVID last oh. week, and I, I don't have a sense of smell right now. Um, I apologize for everyone listening to the Plus Pitch podcast. I didn't put it out on Thursday and Friday. I was... I didn't have the energy, understandably. I'm on the mend; it's better. That's good. Uh, I just, yeah, I can't smell things. Um, mm-hmm. Fast has given me some, uh, what, smell therapy?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to do some of that smell therapy. I when yeah. I had it, I couldn't smell either. But it, this, this is your first.
2: Yeah, first this stint.
1: Is, Yeah, you are no longer in Club Novid, right? No, or-
2: no. Wow, that's a. Whew, yeah, I didn't mm-hmm. know I had a name like that. It's a. I
1: don't like clubbing, but that one. I was enjoying. Uh yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I I I I'm glad to hear that you're feeling better. I'm obviously sorry that you're That's going funny. through that right now. But hopefully this hour-long session can be a nice distraction from you on uh, get you away from thinking about COVID, which is why today's category is actually I changed my mind. We're not gonna do we're not, I'm not gonna say it yet. I'm not gonna say what the category oh, is. Okay, but, yeah. Okay, yeah, not, but right. we, there's two things. One, we have a, a nice little thing that you might want to talk about before we do, we're going to get to that Mm -hmm. too. It was just announced today. We will see anyone who's going, we will see people at first pitch Arizona. We're both going to be be there.
2: Yes. Miles Nelson will be as well.
1: Very good. Um, Very excited. I
2: cannot wait.
1: Yeah. That's going to be, oh
2: man. Yeah. That is is the best time. It's the baseball HQ. I go check it out. It's um, the first week of November. Uh, weekend, it is the best time for everyone in the fantasy baseball world just to kind of hang out and uh, watch baseball. Just, you know, it, it's so fun to be in a room where everyone wants to talk about the same thing that you do. Yeah. You know, it, it's cool. a really special time.
1: It's also cool to, to to meet you all. We're we're so yeah. lonely. Nick and I, we, we I no am friends. so lonely. Oh, yeah, we have no friends. <laughs> we talked about that last time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. We're not going to harp on that again. But here we're, we're going to get. I'm the quarantine way. fast. Come on. <laughs> that's, that's true. Um, but I, I we teased it long enough, Nick. Maybe maybe something interesting to brew. Oh I
2: mean, yeah, happening. there's a yeah. We have this thing called PLV. I've been working on it for three years. And we've got we've got what we think is the 1.0 version. Finally, I can't oh, talk raining. anymore. Yeah, I can't talk anymore about it yet. I mean, we got to figure out exactly how we roll it out and show you guys do it. And I need to prepare my entire iPhone press conference like Steve Jobs. Got to get my turtleneck and uh, sure. jeans and all of that. Um, but I uh, know we're really, really excited about this um fast has seen it already he knows what it is and he knows it's i'm not lying good. yeah it's pretty
1: good it's very so. exciting a lot of uh a lot of a lot of things yeah a lot, a lot of, of things. things a lot of things is a lot it? of different directions but uh, listen right uh, there's gonna be much more to that uh, uh, uh much more on that to come um and that's not what we're talking about today no uh we're talking about the top 100 uh, what get out planet. of here you got to check out the list that came out today with a very lovely cover art of Drew Smiley. We're going to be talking about him a little bit. We're going to be talking about plenty of others. But as teased before, we have a new category.
2: Yes, we have new a new category. category. Yeah. And what is it fast? Give me the Iron Chef reveal.
1: Squeeze on. It is. What? <laughs> that's what I used to say. Squeeze on. What, what uh, is? Yes, squeeze on? I don't know what it was. I think it was a Japanese term. I'm not sure. Oh, um, it is. Yeah. Books. Books. books
2: you would choose
1: books, books. I, I looked around in my place and i realized we haven't done books yet yeah. and that's what we're doing you were going to say something before i said books though weren't you
2: well I, look if you guys are watching me create the list on twitch mm-hmm. um it is an experience because we bet on twitch if you don't know this twitch has a thing where you can bet your channel points and we can make predictions and stuff <laughs> and i think my favorite thing every week is uh we take from the chat the five pictures they think could be the featured image for the week. Right. And then they vote on someone and then they have to bet their channel points. Is that person, the mystery person that I choose or the field that is someone else. I think today it was 90, I think 95% of everybody bet like hundred thousand channel points on either Aaron Nola or someone else. And I think only two people voted for Drew Smiley. Wow. (laughs) And it made me so happy. I was like, guys, come on. The, the 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 heart of this is my enjoyment of the pitcher you don't care about being really good yeah and Drew yeah. smiley has been that 93.6 on the fastball amazing Blake Snell blueprint the
1: curveball is down the sinker is up it's great i guess when we get to drew smiley and we don't talk about him now we know why because it, <laughs> it was ruined it was ruined, ruined it, it yeah. was ruined I don't know where he is yet though but all right so we're gonna do That's books true. fine we're gonna do books We're going to do books. Um, All right. Uh, Is there a new note under uh, you should read the notes? every. I always change it every week. I change it every week. Just something something nice for everybody. So this one's the thing. Yes, I like that. I like that. Um, All right. We're going to jump into it real quick. And we're going to start with uh, one through seven. Tier one. Jacob deGrom, Corbin Burns, Max Scherzer, Shane McClanahan, Sandy Alcantara, Justin Berlander, Garrett Cole. What's it called and why is it called that? This um I'm going to call it oh
2: God uh Lord of the Rings. All right. Because, because okay, go on. Because Return of the King is there, as I already used last time <laughs> for like uh, the Oscar <laughs> stuff. But I don't know. I feel like these are the ones as the Trident Truno's return to and is the catch cow that keeps mi- people keep milking <laughs> for more value over and over. I mean, now we have like the rings of power coming out on Amazon. Like, when will it end? <laughs> i can't wait seriously i can't wait but i mean seriously, it's just like look you know it's you can just go back to it and it's still wonderful
1: okay um so uh real quick um yeah. i don't know if you've had a chance to look you know we're recording this uh late monday night it's 7 pacific 10 eastern uh-huh. corbin burns did befell the pirates curse which seems to happen with milwaukee it just feels like every time a dope pitcher is going up against the pirates for some reason the pirates are their kryptonite and here he is with four earned runs all in one inning i believe seven hits over five innings with no walks and just five k's Uh, not really the Corbin Burns that we have come to expect, especially against a weaker Pittsburgh team. Uh, How close are you to kind of teetering back and forth between him and Max Scherzer? Or is Max Scherzer's kind of four earned run back-to-back performance against the Yankees and Atlanta still kind of firming up that Corbin Burns is the solid number two? Well, it's the third straight bad one for Burns now, but the last
2: two were both against the Dodgers. And I feel like the Dodgers just messes everyone up, mess everyone up right now, right? Sure. For the redemption start of Sandy (laughs) Alcantara, That was nice. Yeah. You know, that was, that was a glorious day, nine innings and 110 plus pitches for Sandy. But. Look, I, I just took a quick, quick note of that start. Uh, Thirty-eight over eighty-five CSW, so that's about forty percent CSW for Corbin Burns in this one. He had a bad fifth inning, and that's all four of those runs. Mm-hmm. All right, I, I'm not. I, I know it can be easy for me to say nope, third time you keep making excuses, but Corbin Burns is still incredibly dope, and I know it's not going well right now. My job is to do it from moving forward. I still believe that Corbin Burns is dope and makes us feel dope.
1: All right, let's move now down to Justin Verlander, who left after three innings against Baltimore with a calf injury. No secret that the innings are starting to pile up for him. Also, no secret that the Astros pretty much have the division clinched, uh, which could likely mean, hey, maybe Verlander, they, they want to keep those that arm fresh for a nice deep October run does that have any impact for you on, on Verlander or you just, just keep him there until he's not doing it? I imagine like, <laughs> so this is the Lord of the Rings
2: tier, right? So Justin Verlander is Aragorn and they're like delivering him the, uh, the sword of a like um, in a box. And like, that's Ooh. the arm fresh for October as they open it and it glitters in gold. They're like, Oh yes. The fresh arm of Verlander It's October. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that's the mood you're getting tonight, guys. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, but I, uh, the thing about Justin Verlander is I didn't have confirmation he was out of the rotation yet. And that's by rule I cannot remove him from the list yet, uh, which sinks because I don't think he is going to be back. Uh, I wrote that in the notes for anybody wondering. That's why you read the notes. And I think the Astros are just going to say, look, let's say we had from this point on six more starts of Justin Verlander. We get back two of them. That's only four games we have to cover. We're not going to lose the division because of those four games, let alone doesn't mean we lose those four games because Justin Verlander isn't pitching, right? It's just a lower chance, but doesn't mean it's a loss. And who knows? Maybe Verlander would have lost those games anyway. So we're just going to play it safe here. And I actually even imagine Christian Javier, who took the week off, I could jump back in on uh, over the weekend instead of waiting until next week. Anyway, which yeah. honestly, that's fine. Uh, you know, the Astros are totally okay with that. So I think that's what we're going to see with Justin Verlander. Now it stinks as a fantasy major. You just have to sit and wait until you hear more news. But my expectation is that Verlander is out for a good amount of time.
1: Okay, let's move on to tier two here, uh, eight through eighteen. First chunky tier, starting early. Uh, Carlos Rodon, Shohei Otani, Dylan Cease, Julio Urias. Brandon Woodruff, Max Fried, Aaron Nola, Shane Bieber, Robbie Ray, Luis Castillo. What's it called and why is it called that? It's called the Fabio tier because there's just always another one. And it's always
2: like it does its job. I've never read these, but I assume yeah. that those books, if you're getting them, they're doing exactly what you want them to do. And you're just like, you cannot get more. Um, I, I also wanted to call this the Goosebumps tier. Okay. For the same reason that all of those you know i would just i would eat them up you know yeah, just yeah. pumping them out just keep like the fabio
1: books yeah, yeah, just like yeah the fabio books. i mean it's the same idea of yeah. just like so, it's just serving their purpose you you are aware that he, the, 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 none of them are about him he was simply cover art <laughs> there, there yes. are no fabio can you books, name right? me one of those fabio books oh uh, can i name you i can name you multiple of them A viking champion pirates you're Whoa. making this up warrior warrior's woman the shadow and the star um uh, wait, wait, uh wait, wait, flowers wait. flowers from the wait, no, the shadow um, and the star uh th- no the shadow real yeah. yeah 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 the shadow and the star yeah oh my uh, god how do you know this uh uh, uh flowers from the storm wait, was Har- wait how Lay. is this so easy for you harm's way is a big one um, answer the question tigers eve Next. answer the question I'm a quicker googler than you could ever imagine um all right let's <laughs> uh, uh we should talk about you know, uh man there's a weird delay going on in the <laughs> san francisco san diego game uh the top of the inning did not go well for number one carlos Rodon, who has already given up three earned runs on two hits with one walk just one k in that first inning of course, it's the first inning. Anything can happen. He can absolutely dominate from here on out. But definitely a shakier start for him in this start against San Diego. The person I wanted to talk about is the person that chat really wanted to be the cover for this week. Mm. But he said, no, chat, get away from me. Get and away. That's Aaron Nola, who's just been – it's the second half for him that's been doing it. This man had a – 225 era in august coming off a dominant complete game shutout 293 era in the second half so far with a 266 WOBA against right now just absolutely crushing it what do you got to say about the man who birthed live every day like it's nola day
2: it's been a lovely run for his last five games have come one earned run or fewer however that includes a five earned run game on the 19th with the mets and then right before that stretch was and runs against the Against Atlanta. Mm. Uh, I, I'm i not completely removed from it. You know, I, I think that that's a possibility. Still, he has a little bit of a lower floor than the other per- options here. At the same time, the guy is second in the majors in innings pitched. Uh, 167 has a 20.5% K rate of 0.9 for a whip in that time. 308 ERA is absolutely fine. Mm. Uh, so things are good here. Only a 21% uh, hard contact rate, ranking eighth in the majors among all starting pitchers, which is pretty dang cool too.
1: Where are you getting all those fun stats, Nick?
2: Uh, that's on our Patrol's player
1: pages, baby. Yeah, oh, that's
2: where you. it's at.
1: You betcha. I like that. I like that little tune. Uh <laughs> I like that little tune. Um, the other person I wanted to talk about in this tier is Robbie Ray, who has now strung together five consecutive starts over the course of the year, especially to start really fluctuating in terms of those strikeouts, right? And recently he's found a lot of consistency there. Uh he hasn't had, he said he has not had fewer than seven K's in his last five starts. He's hit double digits twice with 10 K's going up against some not great teams. Uh, he's got the, he's got the, uh, excuse me, angels and the nationals in there, but he also has the Yankees. Then most recently, uh, Cleveland who have been very, very good in the second half of the season goes seven innings with no one runs, three hits, no walks and seven K's against them. Pred, you know, predominantly really relying on, no, I'm not just really relying on the called strikes. The fourth team got a good amount of whiffs in, the, uh, in that start. But what are you seeing specifically from Robbie Ray um, across his last 12 starts? That's going since June 12th.
2: Robbie Ray is a 244 ERA, a 0.99 whip and a 31% strikeout rate. I think that's pretty good. Mm. And that's because of the inclusion of the sinker that I actually had hesitations about initially. Uh, but even last start now, he's really found a fantastic groove with four seamers up, sinkers, arm side, sliders down. That's what you want to see. Yeah, things are just great with Robbie Ray right now. You keep rolling with it. Uh, the Mariners overall ha- should have a good uh, schedule the rest of the way, too. This is great. Uh,
1: I have no complaints about Robbie Ray. I think he should just keep cruising through the end. All right, uh, let's move on to the next tier then, a tiny little baby tier, tier 3, 19 through 22. Joe Musgrove, you Darvish, Logan Webb, and Framber Valdez. What's it called, and why is it called that? It's called the Game of Thrones tier because it's really good, but are there going to be more? (laughs) Like, are there going to be more starts or more people in this tier? Just more people in this tier. I don't know. Okay, that's very good. The one that I kind of wanted to focus on is a person that I don't know if they're getting enough love in the uh AL Cy Young conversation, I think you should at least be a part of that conversation. Ah. Oh, there's and only one is, person that could be <laughs> <laughs> considering all the names that we just uh, rattled off here. There's only one who is in the AL. Uh, and that is Framber Valdez. Now, I know a lot of people might just immediately think disgust, right? Oh, this is what just, this is or no. Shane McClanahan. Why are we talking about Framber Valdez? Framber Valdez is the fifth best era in the uh, in the American League as a among qualified starters and here's the kind of stat that kind of raises the eyebrow too. he kind of far and away oh well not far and away but he leads the league in quality starts. he's had 22 quality yeah. starts. this is a man who has made 24 starts on the year. that is unbelievable that's unbelievable. Second closest to him is nineteen. His teammate Verlander, Sandy Quintar, also has nineteen. But in the AL, Framber Valdez has nineteen. Do you think Framber Valdez has a case to be made for AL Cy I don't think you said the most impressive part of that.
2: You say he had twenty-two quality starts. Well, he had one mm-hmm. the first day, and then the next two starts he only won three and four point one innings. Twenty-one straight. That's all these right? starts <laughs> for Framber Valdez. I mean, there is a case to be made about it. Uh, he also has the highest ground ball rate in the majors at seventy point six percent. Hmm. Um, I don't think he should get it. it. You guys know how I feel about ERA and innings pitched and Cy Young. Um, and I think that Dylan Cease has a better case than Framber Valdez for this reason right now. Um, but yeah, I, I, he he's certainly in the conversation as long as he has a good September and the other guys maybe slow down a little bit. I would say that Verlander, if he doesn't pitch again, let's say the rest of the year, does not win the Cy Young because you can't do it under 160 innings. That just, it's, he's not even qualified. Then, mm. uh, you can't do that. I thought it was 167 for Burns it was really low last year. I thought that was very, very questionable and should not have been. There's no way I can say 155 for is good. So, we'll see how the the rest of the season goes for Valdez. But yeah, he should
1: certainly be inside the Cy Young conversation. Um. Let's move on to the next year. There's a few guys I want to uh, hit upon in here. This is tier four, twenty-three through thirty-two. Lance Lynn, Kyle Wright, Spencer Strider, Chris Bassett, Zach Gallon, Kevin Gaussman, Charlie Morton, Blake Stell, Tristan McKenzie, and Clayton Kershaw. What's it called and why is it called that? Um Okay. I I I'm trying to get creative
2: now. You know, I, I can't be I can't be standard, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm going to go with I uh, all right. I can't I can't I can't even get like abstract. I know what I want to say, but I can't frame it as a tier. Um, so I, I'll just call it the college textbook. Okay. It's too like, expensive. It's 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 too expensive, but if you got in at the right time, you can get it a little cheap and used and you can get a lot of value out of it. <laughs>
1: Okay. What better person to start with than Kyle Wright, then? Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, it's perfect. I'm picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> Kyle Wright, um, there was a little bit of uh, 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 some concern there, obviously. He had that start against the Mets where he gives up six earned runs. Uh, part of it was things looked a little imprecise. The curveball didn't look good. The changeup didn't really look good. But really, the big concern was what was happening with the four-seam velo. And then here we are, Bam, back in Pittsburgh, and the velocity actually went up almost two ticks, and he was sitting 96. I know. And what? Has to be, that what? has to
2: be the reason why he's jumping eight, right? Yeah, he, he fell down before because he was 92.5, right, as you mentioned, in mm-hmm. dead arm, So he's yep. okay, clearly. True. And, yeah, that's that's wonderful. He goes back up. Essentially, I mean, him, Lance Lynn, and Spencer Strider are on the verge of their aces can ace. Chris Bassett was, and then he faltered against Rocky Road. What a... Ugh frustrating mm-hmm. moment. Um, hopefully Zach Allen can get there too soon, but uh, though three of those guys could be there soon.
1: Now I, I, I want to talk a little bit about Spencer Strider. I don't really want to focus too much on, Listen, if you got Spencer Strider, you're, you're, you're enjoying the ride, you're enjoying the fantastic four seamer, which has a near 17 p val. Doesn't have a single pitch uh, uh, under 12% on swinging strike rate right now. The slider's great at 23%. I want to look ahead a little bit because this isn't the only pitcher that we've talked about within the Atlanta organization that had a really good four seamer and a fantastic slider. Now, while Spencer Strider is not Waskar Enoa, he's not. The four-seamer is better. It's an elite. Way better. Yes. Way better. But with that concern moving forward for you, is Spencer Strider, if we look ahead, going to be heavily overdrafted next year? Or do you think the tool set that he has uh, means that we're probably going to have some dominance from him for the next couple of years? Oh, man, he could have... You gotta make me say the thing I shouldn't say. Um, it. <laughs> you, no, <laughs> but I don't care that you broke your arm last year at summer camp. There, I said it. You don't know what that means? Oh, what All is right, that? Anyway.
2: Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um. No, Spencer Strider's fastball is truly elite, and I don't think we're giving it enough credit for it. Um. There are a lot of times we see like a hundred, and we think we're kind of desensitized to it now because of like Hunter Green. No, Spencer Strider's fastball is truly one of the best pitches in baseball. And the fact that he's been able to get his slider for a strike 60% of the time or larger is a major deal. I wonder if he's going to be treated like Corbin Burns entering 2020, uh, or actually rather 2021, where you and I, we wisely thought, okay, we're going to make him 25th. You know, we're not going to jump on this. And what does Corbin Burns do become top 10 pitcher in baseball, right? And I've uh, not, not top five. Yeah. I kind of buy into Strider being something like that. I, the hardest question is, is Spencer Strider going to have these high strike rates or not? Um, is he going to continue to have a four-seamer that earns a 68.7% strike rate? Because it's that elite. It's just about being in the zone enough and, and getting enough chases. And he's doing it so far, but we can see how he's not necessarily you know commanding it he's getting control well the slider right now has a 60 percent strike rate and that could fall to 55 and we've seen what happens when that happens too so it's a little precarious uh but the dude is so good and maybe he can get better you know there's not an idea that like this is who he is forever now i kind of want to buy into it i really do
1: OK, um, one last person the side of this tier. Uh, I think it might be good for people to hear some words of uh, of comfort pertaining to Blake Snell, uh, who, who goes up against the Guardians in his last start, gives up six over three and a third. People probably thinking ha, we're over this, right? This is the good Blake Snell. He's top 30 still, right? This isn't a big sign of aggression. But you noticed a very important key factor that a box score doesn't necessarily tell you. But the SP Roundup does if you read it every day. And what was that factor, Nick?
2: Uh, from that side, I mean, he doesn't he's only want one change it, but he's still doing the stuff. Uh, I, like I don't that. know what you're looking for. I don't know what you want. Uh, oh, you're, you're talking about-, about the paternity leave thing. Oh, okay. I don't know how much I buy into that. Um, but you, Darvish, was supposed to start that game, and then Snell did instead because Darvish had paternity leave. So. Maybe that messed them up. Alex ThinkFast has arrived. He hasn't been here yeah, for a Yeah, 100%. Bit. He has you know. No? You look look can... at Lucas Giolito. Hi, Remember Lucas. last year? He's <laughs> like, why am I here?
1: <laughs> oh, I love it. I just pulled up a, You can't <laughs> yeah. see this, but I just pulled up a photo of Lucas Giolito. Yeah. No, I'm thinking of last year when he had to start in the morning. And I Yeah, just, he, he hates like, the
2: mornings. Yeah, and it messed him he up for a week.
1: forgot he was starting or something like that. It was um, pretty
2: bad. But anyway, yeah. I mean, we could talk about this for a while, so we might go a little bit long on this podcast. But Lovely. we got things to do.
1: You can sign up at PitcherList.com backslash plus and you're going to get your first month free with promo code And we're back. Nick cut out the tirade that I went on. <laughs> in the this cursing laden tirade. Uh, we move on to tier five year 33 through 40. Tyler Anderson, Freddie Peralta, Christian Javier, Dustin May, Adam Wainwright, Reed Detmers, Jordan Montgomery, Lance McCullers Jr. What's it called and why is it called that? First and foremost, I do want to
2: mention, uh, I don't know if you guys have picked up on the fact that Fast and I have like a battle now to see who is the one who can call on the ad break. And it, I love it so much. Whoever gets it in first wins. Last week I had to do it at like the twelfth minute. Yeah, I right. Like, to I don't sure. do it now.
1: I'm going to do it like, next
2: week. It was twenty five minutes. The cutoff is around perfect. twenty fast, no, and you weren't there.
1: You
0: weren't there.
1: <laughs> I know. Listen, you know, I, I, you're right.
0: Dang
2: uh, So so so. What was this tier? This is tier five. Yeah. I have some things written down. Um, I'm going to call it bail. As in you're booked in jail. Um, um oh <laughs> because these guys have bailed you out. Tyler Anderson uh-huh. has bailed you out. Picking up uh Christian Javier has bailed you out, Adam Wayray uh-huh. has bailed you out, and so on. Um, that's yeah, it's it's the bail tier. See, so I gotta get every week I gotta get creative somehow. No, I, I understand it. I can't do it by the book, which is the one I couldn't figure out how to incorporate. By oh,
1: uh, all right. Well, there's still plenty of time. No. Um are, are we obviously uh, for people who drafted Freddie Peralta this year, it's been, uh, it's been a disappointment, right? I mean, he hits the IL at the end of May uh, after, you know, starting off pretty well aside from one blip against uh, St. Louis and his second start in April, like you said, he hits the IL, he returns the beginning of August and it takes him a little while to get ramped up. And then here we are at the end of August. He now has back to back six inning pitch starts, um, we haven't really seen the Ks necessarily return the way that we want them to, but it seems like you've been a little bit encouraged by what you're seeing from Freddie as he rises four and is now at 34. I
2: mean, I know you wanted more than 10 strikeouts in two games against the Cubs from Freddie Peralta, mm-hmm. but the fact that he threw strikes and didn't allow a single hit in that start uh, against the Cubs last Friday is obviously encouraging. Look, it's I think it's Freddie Peralta now. This is who you're going to get. He's going to throw off strikes to be effective for you. Yeah, you should pretty much be starting without fear. I wanted to wait one more week, I think, before elevating him. But then again, heads up, everybody. This list is the last of the year like this fast. Next week, Ah. it's the expected schedule stuff. Mm. You know, I mean, I am going to have some ranking, but it's not this. Sure. Um, This is a big one. It's going to live on the site for the next month on the right. It's not going to change with the changes and everything. It's just going to stay like that Uh, until my way too early ranks October or what. I guess eighth, something like that. My mother's birthday. Um, Yeah. Very lovely time. I, but I, yeah. So just heads up guys next week. It's going to be a little different. I mean, look, future schedule matters so much more in September. And uh, yeah,
1: yeah, I got you covered. I think it's. Uh, I like when we pivot to that sometimes. I also hate when we pivot to that, but it's yeah. fun for a conversation. Uh Because right. you know sometimes it's like you just never know. It's like we said with the pirates and Burns, but you know, I understand where we're coming from here. Um, yeah. The last person I wanted to touch upon was uh, was that at all this entire podcast. Wow. This is it. We're, this is it. Yeah. We're done. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry guys. Forever. Um, this is the last one. Yeah. Three thirty nine. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. it's, yeah. A, it's the been the a good run. run. It's that, been a remember? good run remember when i said that nick cut off my tirade we, we broke it. episode 339 is it um you know it's it, been six it's, years six years
2: fast during this if it's you can believe it
1: what is six year anniversary six year anniversary hours no no what is it six year anniversary you know what you know what, what i mean uh, no like, i don't oh, know what you mean so every every anniversary is attached to like a, a um a, a thing like the first year anniversary is paper the second year anniversary i'm is sorry what else. oh sounds yeah, like someone don't. who has a wife <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, like you have anniversaries and everything no wonder you know about this and i don't
1: <laughs> that really makes oh sorry you have someone who loves you oh, okay um the, uh the six-year anniversary is iron Traditional is iron. Iron Uh, I have to give you something, give you something with iron in it. Um, uh, Wow. uh, Give me some some spinach. How about that? speaking of this is an iron man in adam wainwright i don't know if everyone saw hopefully they saw the footage of his uh espn Uh, mic singing yeah uh, no during the
2: warm-up the the, oh well that that too yeah that was that was amazing but also i think i saw a good tweet that was really funny about like here's adam wainwright pitching while listening to adam wainwright singing a song that adam wainwright wrote (laughs) which is is pretty amazing
1: that is very good. But that that really was like that was next level stuff. That was really awesome yeah. to see. And here he is. I mean, at 37, uh the only guy who is older than his ranking, right? Oh yeah. 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 yeah like, you know, uh, oh, a, no, obviously not, but yeah. that's pretty great. Oh, uh, Jacob deGrom is older than yeah. one.
2: <laughs> I don't know why I said that. <laughs> only one after 35 or something. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Um, only one after 35. But you 35. can call, you know, you can call Adam Wayne Red Popeye because he am what it is. Mm. I am where I well, am. I
1: really nailed that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, you could call it Popeye can see. Yeah. Well, it's the iron, okay. the spinach fast. I'm trying to keep the beef. Pull it once. Shame on you. Pull twice. <laughs> yeah, uh, nail I nailed it. Mean, <laughs> we don't, We. I mean, but really, like, this is a 40-year-old oh, no. man who is putting up again uh, a really fantastic season. A lot of people just kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop. He's got a 262 Woba on that curveball, which, you know, is still a far cry from the years where he was putting up low 200s or sub 200s on that level. But that's still really fantastic for him. You know what? Sh- I mean, I like to say, you know what you're getting, but you don't really know what you're getting considering he still does have a pretty healthy pitch mix, Um, you know, four pitches over 10 percent. But, you know, it's going to be a curveball sinker cutter, and he's still just finding ways to dominate. Uh, what do you think about Adam Wainwright?
2: I uh, sub 20% hard contact allowed on that curveball, and it's still just as amazing as ever. 68% strike rate, 35% CSW. It's beautiful. That's I mean, it's, yeah, it's just, it's just beautiful. He's getting called strikes in the sinker 25%. League average is under 20%. So,
1: yeah, that's, that's Adam Wainwright for you. That's Adam Wainwright for you. Yeah. Um, The other person that I wanted to talk about in this year, I think we hit upon a little bit, at least when he made his debut uh, this year, and that's Lance McCullers Jr. So he's had Mm -hmm. a few starts. Um, There hasn't really been uh, uh, too much of of a... of a change overall and what you'd expect i mean he's he's brought the slider down a little bit um he's he's kind of amped up the curveball a little bit it really isn't a lot to go off of right i think it's only been what two three starts for him this year yeah uh the most recent one against baltimore they he got really 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 lucky i mean he he allowed um seven base runners in five innings uh there was bases loaded I think once where he got a, a a double play to get out of the jam um or something like that but he, he got out of a lot of jams here which is that's a, that's a good thing to be said for him but for the rest of the season what are you thinking about Lance McCullers Jr
2: yeah he's not he's not pitching the way that we want him to um often as they say the the command is the, the last thing that comes back from Tommy John uh it's not Tommy John here but it's something kind of similar it's been a long time from and with lance mccullers i feel that was always the question mark what is his command when he gets into a good groove and he's able to get strikes with sliders and and curveballs a ton then things are good he's not there right now i imagine over the course of the next month he'll improve and he's making it work it's only 300 runs in those three games thus far but it is very yeah it's fragile at the moment Mm. and it could burn him soon i still think he's worth your time
1: Let's move on to the next year here. Tier 6, 41 through 51. Andrew Heaney, Pablo Lopez, Miles Michaelis, George Kirby, Logan Gilbert, Hazeluz Cesardo, Brady Singer, Jeffrey Springs, Lucas Giolito, Frankie Montas, and Edward Cabrera. What's it called and why is it called that? Um, This one, and by the way,
2: I was thinking Iron Eyes. I'm trying to make the theme now Iron and Books. Iron Eyes is from Mistborn for those that listen Mm. to uh, that know it. It's wonderful. Brandon Sanderson is all of our heroes um no this one is uh firefly um also from book is this character from firefly okay um and it's called firefly because a lot of these i feel are one-offs um where they're doing well right now but i'm not going to be
1: drafting them nearly this high next year Well, who better to start off the conversation than with Andrew Heaney, who rises 19 spots. It's one thing to be able to strike out any team 10 times, right? It's another to be able to strike that team out again. (laughs) 10 times as he had back-to-back starts against milwaukee the first uh he ended up giving up the long ball a little too much with three home runs four and two-thirds innings with five total runs just three earned then he goes back to milwaukee again the team this time in la gives up another home run but again that's 20 k's over 10 and two-thirds innings uh largely thanks to that it's I don't think he says that it's a sweeper. I think it is just a slider. Um, it's <laughs> I. it's difficult to like look at his pitch categorizations because the, the fastball, the sinker, the curveball, the slider, it's kind of all over the place. It is a slider this year. And however you want to talk about it, that breaking pitch is done unbelievable numbers the last time he had a swinging strike rate over 20 percent uh on that slider or breaking pitch and threw it more than 100 times you have to go all the way back to 2015 what are you seeing here from andrew heaney that has you it, bumping him up so high
2: it's 26 it's insane mm-hmm. i i mean he, he's getting so many whiffs on that breaking ball I love the fact they let him go six innings, and he threw 91 pitches. And well, you know, the previous one was 89, and we thought that he was going to be limited to 80 pitches. And here he is going six innings. He hadn't gone uh, five innings since June 19th, and that was the only actually. I'm sorry, uh, April 17th was the only game that he got in six innings the entire season um, before this. I'm excited by it. I think that Andrew Heaney's kind of let loose now. And the way the four seamer that in the start had twelve whiffs over fifty throw, and thrown—that's a twenty-one percent swing strike rate. Like, uh, yeah, that's really good. <laughs> yeah, and I—I'm I, very encouraged. I feel like if you have Andrew Heaney, you're just kind of starting moving forward.
1: The other person I kind of wanted to hit upon in this tier uh, is number forty-six, who jumps seven spots, and that's Hayes Luz- Luzardo. Something interesting seems like going on with that changeup usage. What do you? What does that face? <laughs> (laughs) Hayes loose Hayes (laughs) loose Hayes Luzardo uh sorry did I say Hayes loose is that what said? yeah Hayes loose as in like Austin Hayes is loose Austin Hayes okay very interesting uh (laughs) it seems like he's been going to the uh, he went to the 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 change up a little bit more frequently in that start against the Dodgers ended up picking up 13 whiffs think we hit upon that last week Uh, he goes to it a little bit uh, not as frequently but still picks up five whiffs in that start against Oakland is it the is it the change and change up usage that has you up at them seven?
2: Yes, the change, change, change. The change uh, 28% <laughs> swing strike rate is just crazy. It's yeah. it's absolutely nuts. 47% of a swing on the season for it. I'm buying more in that Jesus Lazardo can continue to be successful, even if the curve isn't what it used to be. Now, I will say the curve was better in that last start. 35% CSW, twenty nine thrown is really good. So, at least we're getting closer to what we saw before with that change up staying intact as an effective pitch. Uh, I like what we're seeing right now.
1: There is a great balancing that often can happen with a a lot of young arms where we see some dominant starts because they're kind of maybe reaching their, their ceiling and we jump up and then we start to see the floor creeping, creeping a little bit. We see some of the things that we're concerned about. And then we start to see that pitcher fall. And that happens here with Edward, Edward, Edward Cabrera. What is with you today? There was, what's going on. You said cleep in there.
2: It's I'm the one long, that messes up words. There's only allowed on podcast one person to mess up words, and I've taken that role. Two that words is mine. mine.
1: Two words. Sleep regression. When oh, your baby dear. goes through that, it's I started, not. Look,
2: I started doing my stream at 10 a.m. instead of 9 a.m. in the mornings, and I could not be happier about it.
1: If you can oh. get our daughter to sleep through the night, then I will just call, tell a, her to call you know. me. I got this. <laughs> All right, she's just gonna babble at you, uh, you know. i like, yeah, babble, babble, babble back. back. Yeah, you just gotta know the language fast. She is my daughter because she's too gassy, and that's why she wakes up. She just wakes up Aww. farting, and then she's in oh, my, and my 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 goddaughter is doing the same. Oh, cracks me up. ripe water that's the that's it anyway edward cabrera um we we saw the we saw the upside when he when he uh returns right and we were a little bit surprised hey only only two walks we can deal with that especially if you're giving us seven k's and no one runs over eight innings pitched uh and then we saw the command start to slip by the wayside a little bit more and he got punished for it because that's what the dodgers are going to do so he, he takes care of the padres which is a very good offense now the dodgers are probably the best offense in baseball. Um, maybe the Cardinals in the second half, but uh, are, is this just him kind of falling down? Cause maybe we weren't taking the command into account quite enough. Uh, well, the, yeah, the, the Dodgers
2: had a 94% Z contact in that start. Um, always underneath 90% in every other start. What I'm trying to get at is Edward Cabrera is a little too hittable at times when teams have good approaches against them. And the Dodgers were the first thing that really tested him uh And he got punished by it. And essentially, if he were if if Edward Cabrera was able to survive that one, I feel a lot more encouraged about my previous ranking. It's not what we saw. There is one positive though that I do want to note: that curveball was really good. Forty-one percent CSW in this, eighteen percent swing strike rate. You love to see that. And if he has a really good changeup and that curveball, that's a plus. The changeup was not nearly as good as this one. Got too much of the plate. I was not out of the zone enough. I. Uh, it's weird to see all of a sudden a 50% zone rate from Edward Cabrera when he had been struggling around 35% or so before the start. Uh, I don't know if that was struggling, maybe that was by design. For whatever reason, the Dodgers made him put more stuff in the zone and it failed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm encouraged by Edward Cabrera, but I think we do need to be a little bit more aware that his overall command is still in question.
1: Okay. Um, let's move on now to Tier Seven, fifty-two through 60. Talking Joe Ryan, Drew Rasmussen, Meryl Kelly, Sonny Gray, Martin Perez, Nick Lodolo, Patrick Sandoval, Marcus Stroman, and Jose Urquidy. What's it called and why is it called that? This,
2: um, this is called Harry Potter because there are a lot of people that are just going to just tear your ear off talking oh. about them so much. And sometimes you're just like, all right, we get it.
1: Oh, I thought you were going to say because it's overrated. Um, It's fine. It's
2: good. I get it. You know, it's like this world of imagination that we just want to exist and be
1: real fast. Never been a Potter man, but that's because someone when I when I was a kid in work. Yeah, because he got Samuel Beckett. I understand, buddy. All right let's go Footballs, Not everybody's like you <laughs> waiting for Gato. like come on you want to talk about Frick, no, it's, waiting for, sure? it's, it's waiting for Guffbin. fast oh yeah you're right there sorry i forgot um <laughs> I, I i want to talk a little uh I'll, I'll make sure i uh give you ample opportunity to talk about any other people you want to discuss in this tier but the main person that i want oh to yeah play right play you, you haven't been doing that i haven't but there's two other people in the next year <laughs> that i want uh, actually there's a few other people in the next year I so many, many so many pitches we gotta you know so the one that I wanted to talk about here is, yes. is Marcus Stroman who ends up falling uh, 13 spots down to number yeah. 59. Now we, we gave Edward Cabrera a little bit of a break for, for not succeeding against the, the Dodgers. Now, obviously Edward Cabrera is not Marcus Stroman. They're very different. My point is though, why are we not giving Marcus Stroman that same break for that? Those terrible struggles against St. Louis.
2: Yeah, absolutely. A good point. I, I, I think that the ultimate ceiling for Strowman is different than Edward Cabrera. And what Strowman has been able to provide is not a ton of value over the last month. I, I'm seeing three of his last five games coming to at least 300 runs. Uh, not a single game over six strikeouts since June 3rd. And Strowman is fine. You can keep starting him, but Edward Cabrera at least has that right. ability to go higher.
1: Wait, wait. Maybe I just heard three earned runs in his last three starts. Three of his last five starts. Oh, three of his last five. Okay, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, that was yeah. against. I mean, yeah. Two of those did include St. Louis, and that uh, was a quality start. I understand. I uh, what I'm getting at is Stroman is closer to a Toby than Eric Cabrera is. Okay. And Eric Cabrera has a higher ceiling that I don't think Stroman's going to hit.
1: All right. Um, we're gonna move on to the next couple tiers because these are all tiny little teenies. Uh, and this is I don't know, I don't think in my years of doing this podcast, I've ever seen this many tiers in one scroll. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know, <laughs> this is pretty remarkable, But uh, I want yeah That's all fine. right tier eight, sixty one through sixty five David Peterson Drew Smiley, Jose Barrios, Ross stripling, and Justin Steele. what's it called, and why is it called that?
2: Um, oh Lord, I'm running out fast. <laughs> I, mean, I, <laughs> I have, have all, all these more books. books, yeah, right. <laughs> Um no, I don't want to call it that. I uh, let's go with <coughs> Midsummer Night's Dream. Because okay. for me, I you know, I didn't I didn't quite connect with Shakespeare when I was growing up. Sure. Uh it took me longer than most I think for reading comprehension and to really understand the art of
1: the word. He's tough.
2: But Midsummer Night's Dream was this nice little patch in the middle of despair. That was like, oh, Fun whimsical things. I can understand this. A love triangle, <laughs> but it's a it's a tetrahedron love thing because there are yeah. all these people in circles loving each other. You know, it's chaos and wonderful you, things. You
1: got to check out uh, Titus Andronicus. That's like heavy metal. Shit. Oh yeah, that's like, yeah, that's, yeah. Like, that's yeah. like that's the good stuff. Yeah, um. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say speaking of heavy metal Shakespeare, but I don't think David Peterson really has much to do with anything involving Shakespeare. But he is on this list oh, as he it's does. Poetry, what he's doing. Oh, that's quite lovely. That's quite lovely. So you. tell us why why David Peterson is poetry. Yo, his slider, dope. <laughs> ah, the, the famous Shakespearean line.
2: Yo, the slider's dope. No, seriously, yes. 46% O swing on that slider, 26% swing strike rate this year oh it's so good he throws a 30 percent of the time and he just demolished rocky road with it he's gonna get another good start ahead like get david peterson i cheated last week by putting him on the list i wasn't supposed to by my own rules i said you're not allowed to do it and i didn't care i did it for you because i knew he was going to start against rocky road even though they hadn't announced it and i said i don't want you to wait long enough until it's confirmed get him now he did. He had an amazing six inning start. It was beautiful. It was bliss. I watched the end of it. I was just like exactly I, I applauded when they when Buck was like you know what David you got this guy on. I understand you'll have the single in the sixth inning. You got 92 pitches but I could see him like he's Zach Galifianakis in the forest mm-hmm. nodding to Peterson you're going to get this. Sure. You're going to get this out. Sure. And he It'll got the next two outs. That. He ended it with two strikeouts on that slider and it was gorgeous. Mm. And now you're just so happy you have him on your team. All that's right. David Peterson. his poetry.
1: That's very lovely. Uh, I let you talk about him a little at the top. Is there anything additional you'd like to add about today's cover boy, Drew Smiley, who rose 17?
2: I, I'm just saying, guys, like Drew Smiley, why is he not on your team yet? Okay, cool, great. That's the that's the guy who can help you in the playoffs in theory. Um, yeah. I so mean, is, remember so is... 2020, 2020. What happened with Drew Smiley? Do you remember I said end at of the, the end year. of
1: the year that it wasn't sustainable
2: yeah and it wasn't but you were you were wrong because it's sustainable now <laughs> didn't you see it <laughs> in, in in 20 months what would happen mm. uh drew smiley yeah he went up to 94 that year right and yeah. the 93 94 and what we've seen is like 92 most of the year all of a sudden, now he's doing 93.6 and he's done yeah. it for like four or five starts now and it's still there go get him
1: take a risk um all right uh we're going to move on. Oh, sorry. no, we're not. Actually, there's another person. Ah. Here is mm-hmm. and that's Ross, Ross Stripling, he rises 14. Yeah. This is a tier of risers. I mean, they, they weren't the sexiest starts, but it's still back-to-back quality starts against Boston and the Angels. Combined 12 innings with 12 Ks and four earned runs. So one very poor quality start, one good quality start, and just one walk in there, too. It's a little bit difficult to speak honestly about this because he did have so many relief appearances but if you're looking seventh best among qualified starters in terms of walk rate right now with a four percent walk rate
2: Yeah wild.
1: pretty of 3.14 there's some quiet consistency happening here with ross dripling
2: you know you said sexy starts all i want him to do is like go belly dancing on the mound for you <laughs> okay. um and by the way across the last 70 innings as starters he's has a three percent walk rate so that's, that's across a thousand pitches. 235 year, a 0.94 whip. That's since June 6th. Pretty dang remarkable. And I had my question marks when he was doing it initially. Uh, and I think those have been removed a bit uh, as he's, I mean, the last start, of the changeup was good. The fastball got a lot of whips, nine whips. He threw in the upper third of the zone consistently. Ross Dripling is doing some really nice things. And I hope he can get a decent schedule moving forward. Me
1: too. Uh moving on to tier nine, 66 through seventy. Uh Michael Walk, Jose Quintana, Corey Kluber, Cole Irvin, Jameson Tyone. What is it called and why is it called that? Okay. I had something for
2: this. Um it is oh man. What oh hold on. Wait, wait, I got it, I got it, I got it. I just need to I just need to Google it. Um It's the Bible. no, 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 no i uh, i'm so upset i okay fine give me a hint what are you talking about it doesn't have a name uh it doesn't have a name that's why wait i've Uh, got a good one i'm gonna i'm gonna gonna say i know what it is though i Uh, i got it no it's 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 toby flenderson's uh fictional mystery novel oh okay he does it i thought he had a name for it
1: I I I don't mean to be presumptuous. I think I have a better. Oh, one. it's a murder for framing. It's a murder for murder framing. For framing. Okay. Dang it!
2: It's a this is the tier name. It's a murder for framing. Sorry guys, I I'm that,
1: you know that clever today that I have it so smooth and ready to go for the tier name, and I don't. But that's maybe it. you're gonna use this one later, but I think it would have really knocked it out of the park. Well, don't don't use don't. Maybe I got it. I have something. Okay, right. down. all right. Well then, remember remember later. Remember later. <laughs> Okay, because I've got a good one for this. Uh, okay. we're gonna start, the only person we're going to talk about in this tiny little baby tier is, uh, I mean, one of the most elite strikeout pitchers in baseball who just happens to be in this tier. Uh, who is it? It's Cole Irvin, of course, who picks up 11 Ks after getting an unprecedented 21 whiffs on his four-seamer. We're talking yeah, about racking right. up all of the awards for from Pitcherless: the Gallows pole, yeah. the Golden Goal, and the King Cole. I also love that if you just like this cracks me up if you go look at his strike zone plot in the pitcherless player page it looks like someone just copy and pasted the plot and <laughs> moved it up a few sh- like cells yeah, right. and to the left a few cells yeah. yep. it's unbelievable
2: it's it's remarkable um, to say the least he's not going to do it again no i think that's important to note the Marlins are really bad y'all yeah uh sorry miami but yeah they you are not a good offense um so look i had to give him props for it but
1: it's not gonna stick you would need 11 16 you would need about 18 innings if you started at the beginning of the year for him to equal 11 strikeouts Uh, again he went four then two then four then four again and that just kind of cracks me up um (laughs) All right, let's move on to tier 10 here. The last of the final tiny little teeny baby tiers. And this is uh 71 through 75. Rowan Contreras, Domingo Herman, Luis Garcia, Tywin Walker, and Alex Cobb. What's it called and why is it called that?
2: I. Uh, this is called the The Dangerous Book for Young Kids. It's a book that I have. Okay. Um it's like it's essentially it's just a book of like how to kind of mess around but safely almost, but it's not. It's it's something like that. This is a cherry bomb tier. Okay, okay. Right. Uh,
1: the largest riser in this tier is a, is a pitcher that I, 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 honest to God, do not think that we have talked about on this podcast for quite some time. Uh, he rises 15 spots, and that is Domingo Herman, uh, coming off of a start against Oakland. It's Oakland, but still seven and two thirds with. Three hits, no run runs, no walks, 5Ks. Uh, also really coming up a really good start against the Mets, too, with just one and run, no walks, and 3Ks. Uh, Not necessarily doing anything different from what we have seen him do. Still really focusing on the curveball and the four-seamer, peppering in some changeups and some sinkers, but you've decided to jump him up a few spots. Why is that?
2: Sorry, I was just so distracted because I should have called those Fahrenheit 451, but that's all right. Because uh, you want to light him on fire? Well, because they're cherry bombs, um, you know, and that's like the whole, you know. Okay, I uh, Domingo Roman's curveball is really good. It, it's it's a it's a very good uh, a curveball. Last start, we saw changeups getting involved as well, which is a positive sign. I uh, fastball is the, really the biggest question I have for Domingo Roman, but he's on a good offense. Uh, they're going to get wins. I think he's in a good position to do well for your fantasy teams at the moment. It's just that simple. I don't. I don't think he's going to be so terrible for you. I don't think he's going to go and have an amazing start. He's just, this is fine. Um, And at least he's got the Yankees on his side.
1: Okay. Let's move on to the next tier here. Then tier 11, 76 through 83, Jago Derizi, Mike Clevenger, Ranger Suarez, Eduardo Rodriguez, Noah Syndergaard, Josiah Gray, Kyle Gibson, and Sean Mania. What's it called? And why is it called that? It's called borders because you go in
2: there and you think, all right, I can kind of spend a day here, but it's not going to last forever. Hmm.
1: that's very nice that's very nice borders books and music a good poll haven't heard borders in quite some time i got you buddy used to go there all the time on friday nights uh great location right off of route 100 in columbia maryland uh jaco uh you know what's funny (laughs) i was talking about him because he was the pitcher in the sunday night baseball broadcast and i made an overlay for him and
2: what wait hold on a second you are involved with the sunday night espn baseball broadcast fast
1: Can you believe it can you believe it the story yes i I think
2: all of us can honestly,
1: I can't. I can't. Um, <laughs> you know, I was able to use some of the fantastic information that the one, the only Nick Pollock provided me, and was able to make a graphic based off of that information. And it went even further. So you've constantly espoused how Jacob de success has been because of his ability to paint four seamers at the top of the zone, which brings up a question about is Jacob de Rizzi uh, a pitcher of the moment? You know what's interesting though, Nick. Not only what. Well, I- is Jacob de Rizzi uh, elevating? Well, here's one question. Yeah, okay. One pitcher is elevating more than Jacob de Rizzi. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I say elevating, the way I define it is top of the zone, inside the zone, top of the zone, right Wait, outside can, the zone, high lock.
2: You're doing high lock,
1: high location, pretty much. Ascended. Pretty yeah, much. Yeah. Who who one. is the king of elevation this year? I uh, Christian Javier. Not Christian Javier. Mm-hmm. Think older and think NL Central. NL
2: Central, older. The only one I can think of is Adam Wainwright. Uh, On the but, right team. Yeah, but that was... I. Uh... Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. It's Jose Quintana. It's Jose Quintana. I know that. I know that. I know really? that because I've been yelling at him to do it for ages, and he, and he did
1: it this year, and he has curveball down, and it's glorious. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it should be worth noting, too, that if we're looking all the way back to 2019, no pitcher has elevated more at the top of the zone than Jake Odorizzi. So here he is rising 16. Why is that?
2: Uh, Jake Odorizzi got his groove back last start um, against that Cardinal offense that you covered on Sunday. Nine whiffs to the top of the zone with those four seamers. It's good to see he got past the tough matchup, and now he gets good ones. And that's good. You want that? Jay to is in a good place right now to take advantage of the easy Astros matchups down the rest stretch.
1: There are a few pitchers over the course of a couple of weeks or, you know, I'll, I'll cover a pitcher and then they'll fall and then they'll fall a little bit more and then they'll fall a little bit more. And the next thing I know, the next time we're covering them, they've fallen pretty precipitously. And one of those is Sean Mania, who falls 17, yeah. uh, number 83 right now. Really, really poor start against Kansas City. Uh, right after he looked like maybe he kind of bounced back after that poor start against the Dodgers with three OK starts against the no. Giants, the Mariners and the Nats. No, not at all. It
2: was uh, the Marlins fast. Marlins, excuse me. Uh, oh, that's a big difference. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, look, three of his last four games against the Giants, Marlins, and Royals have returned at least three earned runs. Uh, he's not gone more than five innings in any of them. It's very tough uh, being a Manaya manager at the moment. Mm-hmm. He has a 4-9 ERA for this season, a one whip. You're just not getting enough out of this despite the easy schedule. And I want to say, like, oh, no, he's just a tweak away or so, but he's, he feels kind of lost at the moment. The change of slider are not dependable. He did have a better slider in the last one, but it still didn't provide dividends for him. I'm not buying in on this anymore with John I, I feel you're better off just chasing something new that will show up this week. I mean, look, maybe you were able to swap him for Jayco to Rizzi. Something mm-hmm. like that. That would have worked for you. Um, maybe Domingo Herman. I would really be opening the door for other options. David Peterson. Absolutely. Drew Smiley. Go and get those guys
1: instead. OK, uh, let's move on to our final two tiers here, tier 12, 84 through 93. By the way, quick aside, there is some wonkiness going on in the San Diego, San Francisco game. We already had about an eight to 10 minute delay because it looked like an umpire might have been injured due to a foul ball. Now, here we are in the third inning and the lights have gone out in San Francisco. And I mean, now what? there is a, another delay. So uh, very interesting to see both how uh, Carlos Rodon and Mike Clevenger are able to overcome these very bizarre situations. I feel
2: like it's uh, Carlos Rodon's agent trying to
1: save him from the start that or like we need to take mike clevenger very slow um tier 12 84 (laughs) through 93 austin voth dean kramer tiny little orioles tier johnny cueto aaron Savali, matt manning spencer watkins rich hill eric lauer alex wood and to wrap up the orioles tier kyle bradish well it
2: is that that's exactly right it's i i was gonna call it the orioles payroll because that's what's on the book for them uh (laughs) (laughs) very good Right? I mean, They're you have four good. of those guys here. I don't know which one is the one I would go with right now. Austin Voth and Kramer seem like it, but then Watkins has the better short-term schedule. And you have having having um, a nice night throwing 50% sliders, even though his fastball mm-hmm. still a very big liability for him. Uh, but yeah, it's just a lot of guys who are like, all right, maybe I can squeeze in a start here and there for those guys. You know, that's all.
1: That's all Oddly enough, because we've actually talked about Voth, Kramer, and Kyle, well, we've talked about Voth and Kramer, so we're going to skip then. The first person I wanted to talk about is someone who's been, you know, prospect growth is not linear, and it looks like- Johnny Johnny Cueto. <laughs> It only took up his entire career. <laughs> That's good. I like that. Uh, uh, Matt Manning has has put together some some really good starts. I mean, he returned in August. Uh, he did have a, a, a kind of clunker against uh, the White Sox where he gave up 10 hits. But since then, back-to-back really good starts against the Angels and against San Francisco, specifically San Francisco. That slider working really, really well has picked up a 61% CSW, which is know. unprecedented. What are you thinking about Matt Manning? I think that the
2: locations of those sliders the the y m lock, which you guys know is the the worst location to me mm. is is y m lock that is horizontally sorry vertically middle you sure. know it's not high, not low, it's middle right belt high forty two percent of those sliders were there mm. like it was Good. a really, really bad like how did you get twenty c s w on that twenty over thirty three how yeah. twelve whiffs on that? I, I, I feel that's just a weird, like, what? No, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, Matt Manning's new now because a slider is great. It's like, no, no, it's not. And I think the Giants were just like, oh, no, it's a slider. And they that was their day, you know. Um, I, I, I think of it more as an exception. It's also a product of the schedule a little bit. And looking forward for Matt Manning, I think it's going to get a little bit harder now. Um, You're going to have for him the Seattle Mariners and then you're going to have the Royals. I mean, that seems like it should be easy with the Royals, but I think the Mariners are going to mess them up a little bit on Tuesday night. So I'm just a little cautious at the moment.
1: Yeah, uh, two quick things. One could be interesting to see, you know, Tarek Skubal had a very interesting slider usage as well. His was more elevated, so I do wonder if it is some weird Tiger's methodology of what they want him to do with the sliders, although that isn't the location that you would theoretically want them to be in. The other thing is, let's pivot then to a very good slider in a location where it theoretically should be, and that is Kyle Bradish's, who picks up 13 whiffs against the Houston Astros, the third best WOBA in the AL in that most recent start. He really amped up the usage of that pitch. And man, oh man, did it look good for him? What are you thinking about Kyle Bradish?
2: Yeah, I believe more in the 13 whiffs of Bradish's slider than I do of Matt Manning's 12, right? Hmm. That is a that is a pitch I've been saying for a bit. Like that is the reason I was in it anyway when I had the Bradish Juice SP roundup. That everyone was like, this is a weird one. I'm like, I know. Mm, and right. it's, it's this is what brought me in. Um, it's great to see him use it 51% of the time. That's what we oh. want to see. Four Seamer, I think, still isn't a great pitch um, this year. It does have 31% hard contact rate, which is kind of normal. Um, Just a 63% strike rate on it. It has cut action that I think does harm to it. Either mm. do the burns of really leaning into the cutter or be the burns where in 2019 it destroyed us all. Yeah. So that that's kind of where we're at with with Bradish's four-seamer right now. And it gives him a chance at least like he can go out there and have a good start at this point which is uh, the first step for me trusting any sort of pitcher. Now you've established that you can do that. The question is how often you're going to. I think this is
1: an extreme at the moment but hopefully I am wrong. Oh, yeah, And when have you been wrong about the Orioles? Uh, tier 13, <laughs> 94 through 100. Marco Gonzalez, James Caprillion, Brian Bello, Adrian Martinez, Clark Schmidt, Cade Cavalli, and Trevor Rogers. Final one. What's it called? And what's it called that? You better hit on the one I wanted. No, uh, no,
2: I'm not. Because this one is the Nick and Alex journey. That's the book of our, our journey, of the, of the promise ahead. And that's what this tier is, yeah, you okay. hate it, I know, yeah brutal yeah brutal, uh, yeah, brutal. Uh, you it's, know it's, it's one... our book. it's our story that's that's what I'm going for. because like guys, was... we got all these fun guys. We got King Cavalli here. they could be going off and doing great things. The one I was looking
1: for was, was specifically pertinent to uh Cole Irvin, uh-huh. and it had to do with a, a series where people turned into monsters, uh-huh. It's doing Kafka. And oh, you want the Animorphs? I wanted the anamorph series. I want oh. the Animorph series. That's okay. I'm Metamorphosis? Wanted... No, 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 no. That's not my favorite Kafka. I like the trial better. You um... would. <laughs> you... <laughs> you would. Uh, all right. The um, uh, last two people I want to talk about will obviously get to uh, Mr. 100, but Adrian Martinez is an interesting appearance on the yes. list. Yes. Uh, what is it about Adrian uh, uh, Martinez? Is it the change of? This is the Tear of Hope Fast. That is our book, that is our okay. story. Of course. All right. Jeez. That's it. That's your Adrian Martinez analysis. Yes, he's got a great changeup. <laughs> oh, okay, there it is. Okay, great. Uh, and uh, this is big. Trevor Rogers not having the season that people drafted him for, and here he is at number one hundred. Is it just that? Hey, we've run out of pitchers that you can theoretically rely on, or is that it? <laughs> I cheated fast. Why? No, because I'm not
2: supposed to put up Trevor Rogers yet because he's not 100 percent confirmed, but he should be pitching on Wednesday. Uh, he he struck out 12 guys in the minors. Mm-hmm. Um, so hmm, might be something there. JP Sears, I think, would be 101 yeah. by the way. Uh, yeah. I, I was debating that one, but also I felt like ah, I don't really think that JP Sears does quite enough inside the zone. I think his stuff is too pedestrian. And the other guy is listed here Brian Bayo just did well last week. He could do well again today against the Twins. I don't know yet. Um, Adrian Martinez, as I mentioned, uh, or we mentioned. Clark Schmidt's going for the Yankees now, and he had a bad first start, but he also had a good amount of K's. So it was really nice. Cade Cavalli had a really bad debut, but he's got some legit stuff. And yeah. Gonzalez, um, a fantastic changeup. James Caprilli, and I think just had a bad command night, six walks against the Yankees, and he's still more dependable than JP Sears. So that's why I, I
1: kept those guys here. But yeah, hopefully Trevor Rogers works out. All right, Nick, we did it. We got through the top 100. Uh, you should, of course, join us tomorrow night where we'll be doing the Nick and Alex baseball show at its regularly scheduled time. But Nick, I think it's going to do it for episode number 339 of On the Corner, the official Pitchellist.com podcast. I'm your host, Alex Fast.
2: And I'm Nick Pollock, and we'll talk to you guys next week.